Fixation Podcast Show. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Animation Fixation Podcast Show. We talk everything animation. You know, there are many great mysteries in this world, like how were the Great Pyramids of Egypt built? Or who wrote the Voynich Manuscript and what does it all mean? Or who was Jack the Ripper? But there is no greater mystery as to why someone thought we needed a direct sequel to Titanic The Legend Goes On, and yet we got one. Mm-hmm. We, we saw that. In 2004, we got Tentacolino, also known as In Search of the Titanic. Once again, directed by Kim Joon Okay, this is a baffling story of the survivors of the Titanic tragedy and the main characters of the previous film, Don and Elizabeth, who are searching for the Titanic. However, when one of their evil sharks from the previous film cuts a cable to their watercraft, they end up on the bottom of the ocean, are then rescued and end up in the lost city of Atlantis. And oh boy, we are in for a nonsensical, confusing and very weird ride. Uh I hope you all are ready for this. Our audience spoke and we have delivered people. I'm look, I'm starting to feel like a survivor of my own <laughs> tragic accident after watching these films. We are Titanic movie survivors. Oh, we are t- t- Titanic movie survivors and anyone that decides to put themselves through this, count yourself as one. Mm. Anyway, Caitlin, this was never going to be a good film. No. But it did have the potential to be one thing. Earning the moniker of So Bad It's Good. Now, I have read some survivors of this film say that it is so bad that it's good. Do you think that it's earned that title? Uh, uh, no, I, I, I think this is people that have sunk far <laughs> too much time into, into this franchise just trying to find a silver lining. And look, I, I appreciate you clutching at straws, babes, but no. <laughs> it's it's not. Mm-hmm. It's, it's It just doesn't make sense. It's... Okay... The, I will give it. I will give it two concessions. The first mm-hmm. of those is the animation is a lot better. Like the animation has come oh, yes, so is. far since the first of this franchise, and I'm I'm really really happy with, to see how far that that has come. The other good thing is it's the last one. We don't have to watch this anymore. We're free. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. We came through in the end. Somehow, the story has gotten worse. They've just given up on a plot. Um, I, I, I'm genuinely baffled. Like a- again, like the Titanic did not need to be sullied in this way. Like it's, it just, it doesn't make sense. Why, why do we have a rapping shark? I don't understand why the shark oh, had to. Yeah. It, it's, it's not like this is a musical. This is not a musical. This is the only musical number. In, no, there, or, there was okay, one. sorry, no, there is one other musical number. But that that one had a, a diegetic reason to exist. This one does not. Um, this makes it out like it's it's a, a regular run-of-the-mill Disney musical, and it's just not, and it's not good. Um, well, and not even Disney would go as far <laughs> as putting in a, a rapping shark. We had a rapping dog in the first one, and this time we got a rapping shark. And I was just like, no! It's no back. more rapping animals, please. It's back. Um... <sighs> We're not in the '90s anymore. The the whole plotline with the animated dolls, I don't quite understand the purpose of. 
like just having these animated toys as part of Atlantis, it just felt like a, a layer of complexity that didn't need to be there. It didn't add anything to the film. I have a problem with the fact that they kept referring to the Titanic as mythical. That is absolutely the wrong word. That would imply that it is, you know, some made-up story, not that it is a, an event that happened. So either they don't believe the Titanic existed, which does make sense because they were on it. Um, like, you know, there's just, it's, it's, it's the wrong, it's the wrong word choice. And that bothers me on a deep and spiritual mm-hmm. level. Um, and it just, I, I don't, the rat uprising. Why was there a rat uprising in Atlantis? What is happening? <laughs> why, why, is why it, are there rats in Atlantis? How um, <laughs> do they rescue everyone and everything that drowns at sea? Like, I'm just, I'm very baffled by the way Atlantis is set up. And then the fact that at the end of the film, so firstly, when they're rescued by Atlantis, Don and Elizabeth are told, you know, like, you can't leave. Like, you you are part of Atlantis. And they are like, yeah, cool, this is fine. Um, and there's even the news reports from up above of, oh no, Prince Don and his consort have been lost at sea. Oh, well, guess they're dead. Um, <laughs> like, it's very blasé. Um... <laughs> But the fact that at the end they get given that island that they are definitely prisoners on, like, this is great. Oh, yeah. This is not great. You are prisoners on this island, guys. And then they just raise the Titanic from the bottom of the ocean somehow fully whole, even though we 100% saw it crack in half um, in the last film and all the electrics still work. And it's just, it's just whole purpose now is to float in the harbor of this lost island it's yeah. why yeah why why raise a ship only to trap the people on an island and, and they're not allowed to leave none of it makes sense and to be honest the whole titanic i i, I would even put it as the subplot not even the main plot because the titanic really is only ever spoken about and really seen at the very beginning and at the very mm-hmm. end this film wouldn't be like yeah it'd still be terrible but it wouldn't be nearly as horrible if they just purely made it a an atlantic adventure yep. for, for little kids yep. it was obvious that that was their audience for this it was it was for little kids that had no idea and really the the whole titanic thing it wasn't necessary it wasn't all. necessary this just leaves an extra bad taste in your mouth mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's not even to mention the really cringy stereotypes. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially with today's sensitivities. Uh, I'm surprised that it hasn't been cancelled already. But I digress. This film is just so all over the place. Mm-hmm. Most of it was completely unnecessary to the plot. Um, they definitely tried to make it overly complicated, adding in all this detail detail is only necessary if it actually makes sense yep uh in context to the story adding in all these depths of character and and all that you're just making your film more confusing more nonsensical and more difficult to follow yeah there's there's only a point in adding in adding those details and adding that complexity if it's adding to your story but this was i think actively detracting so i think it's had the opposite effect of what they were hoping for and i think the other thing by by making this into a sequel and trying to center this around the Titanic when it really didn't need to be there. 
you shot yourself in the foot like before you've even started because you suddenly have these established characters that you have to work within the con- confines that you've set for you, you know they're not going to have massive personality changes from one film to the next they're not going to suddenly have wildly different motivations without something pushing them that way and so you have to explain to the audience you have to show the audience why their character and their, their motivations are changing if you want to do this if you want that to be effective so they didn't really kind of like it's never really explained why don and elizabeth are going down to the titanic in this submersible um it's never really explained why they are so chill about staying in atlantis um we have i mean it seems like smile undergoes quite a, a shift of character from being deathly afraid of of water to being like yeah i'm just part of atlantis now this is chill i like this i i'm gonna go make out with the hot lady dog um that was so uncomfortable that was so weird that was shot like a straight up like romance and it was but like two dogs it was just weird to watch um i think if if the filmmakers had made this its own standalone piece it would have been much more effective because you could have characters that yes you need to spend a little bit of time up front establishing their motivations but we don't have to have the weird shark interactions we don't have to have you know all of these cutbacks to the titanic and we don't have to have all of these cutbacks to what's happening above to justify don and elizabeth disappearing um you know i think i think we had the time for it to establish whole new characters and make ones that actually fit this story a little bit better um the one benefit to making a sequel or a prequel to an existing franchise is you have a built-in audience and it's often considered a safe bet by studios because you have that built-in audience you can take estimates of revenue um, from the last film and assume that you're going to get your audience returning you can also assume that you're probably going to get a few more people that kind of don't realize it's a sequel but you know um you will you're kind of assuming you have this established fan base and so it's seen as a really mm-hmm. safe bet to make sequels prequels spin-off series all that kind of stuff of course but like who was watching the first two exactly um i really can't imagine this having a massive fan base no. it isn't um so good it's bad it's so bad, so, so it's bad. Good. Well, <laughs> it, it, this is so bad it's bad um <laughs> So I think people are watching it just out of morbid curiosity. Um, if anything positive was to come out of this, it would be that the animation studios that made this, it was a, would have been a good exercise mm-hmm. for them. We do see an improvement, a remarkable improvement in the animation from the others. Not to say that it's great animation. It's still very poor, but it is uh, leaps and bounds ahead of the the other ones yeah it's better. It's, it's better yeah the designs on the other hand questionable extremely questionable and the color choices too it's a technicolor nightmare oh yeah yeah not only didn't the story make any sense none of the designs make sense none of the the color choices make any sense mm-hmm. i feel like these people must have been eating skittles the entire time like okay make atlantis colorful that's fine, but the color palettes, the, 
that they use, none of them make any sense. No, and they don't work together. It no, just... they just clash. And and yeah. then you have these really weird designs. Like the King of Atlantis looked like a 1980s cartoon movie villain. Uh-huh. Uh, we never see his face. He kind of looks like a Sith Lord. Uh, yep. He's <laughs> probably the creepiest thing to to see in this film. Oh yeah, I was I was very shocked when he didn't turn out to be the villain of this film. Exactly. I mean, we have the same villain from last time, who's in like two or three shots, and even the villain didn't look as villainous as the king. So that was very confusing. You had this army commander that I, I don't even understand the side plot. Are, are we talking about the Scottish one? Yes. The Scottish Oh, I doll. have so many problems with that. <laughs> yeah. I have so... I can't even remember his name. I no. don't I don't need to because I want to forget that he exists. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, you know, oh, look, it's a little girl carrying a cannon. No, little girl, you shouldn't be going to war. It's like, no, I'm not a little girl. I'm a Scottish soldier, but I was cursed to wear this wig. Immediately rips yeah. off the wig. Uh, immediately like, rips it off. <laughs> <laughs> You've solved your own problem, my friend. You don't need to be here. <laughs> that was the stupid... In a film of stupid things, that was the stupidest. <laughs> I will say that I did get a good chuckle out of it. You're laughing at it, not with it, though. Like it's Yeah, not, yeah, yeah, of course. It's not funny. It's just... I think that is the only part of the film where I'm like, maybe that could be it's so bad it's good because it's just ridiculous. But yeah, it, it's elements that like really. that that would that would make it so bad it's good. But none of the rest of the film is anything like it. Like they brought in this uh, so many subplots in this. They brought in this one so subplot that for whatever reason screwdrivers aren't allowed into Atlantis. Um, it that never really. Ma- made any sense they didn't explain it and then at the end the one fish that's absolutely terrified of screwdrivers is suddenly friends with this talking screwdriver i definitely zoned out a couple of times in this film but i was like did i miss an entire sequence or something where did this screwdriver character come from like it it kind of just divulged into just absolute randomness um that they had three writers on this, I think. Um, yeah, they had three writers, but it felt like they had 15 or 20 writers. That It just felt like they threw every single idea into this and just went with it. It, it nearly seems like every single writer wrote their own subplot and then they yeah. tried to mash them all together at the end. Like, they, they have obviously not ever heard of uh, Kill Your Darlings. Um, so they, they, there was no culling of ideas. It was, we put everything in the blender and we make it, we make it soup. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. When you throw things at the wall to see what sticks, um, that means let the things that didn't stick, put them in the bin. Don't keep them. But they obviously kept throwing them at the wall. Yeah. Yeah. They got the glue involved. (laughs) Look, it's sticking. It's sticking. I swear. Yeah. Um, there was one little detail that I actually kind of liked, oh, yeah? and that was when um, the shark, what's it, Razor Tooth, is yeah. um, sending the the telegram, and the way that they do the setup with the octopus hitting on the clamshells, and it's all connected up to the the jellyfish. That was very cool. Um, it was just a, a cool idea. However, 
when we actually see the shots, like firstly, you, it's, there's very clear reuse of the two, like the two times he sends a telegram, it's the same footage. Yeah. And that is very clear. But that sort of thing is often done with animation yes. to save money. So you can kind of forgive it. I, I can, I can. I, I think I think if you just done a tweak on the, the letters that were on the clamshells, yeah. you could have made it so much more than it was. Sure. Like, I think that would have been a really quick and easy change. Mm -hmm. But like, anyway, not the point. <laughs> but if you look at the letters that are actually being hit and you listen to what the shark's saying, they are nothing alike. And this is, this is even keeping in mind that the original film is Italian. Yep. We have an X just straight out the gate of dear such and such. There is no X in sight. Like, mm. my, my, my Italian is limited. My Italian is very limited. Mm -hmm. There's not an X in hello. No. <laughs> so, I'm like, what are you hitting? What, what are you sending? Yeah. Um, I just feel like you could have made a better letter choice to, to make this make sense. <laughs> True. Out of everything that we've seen in this film, I can kind of forgive that because there's much more egregious sins that were committed in this. But when you're throwing in so many details to like just keep adding and adding and adding and adding to the film until yep. you've bloated it into this weird, grotesque corpse, like <laughs> I just feel like that was one really easy, really simple detail to hit to make it better. Like, mm. when you're already throwing the kitchen sink at it, just change the letters, my dude. Well, here's here's a question for you then. Do you think that this film was lazy? Do you think it was being lazy? Because they've obviously added in a lot more detail than the other ones. Whether or not it worked is irrelevant. In, in some ways, I want to say, yes, it is lazy. And in some ways, I want to say, no, it's not. Like, it's it's it really is sitting on the fence for me because obviously the animators um, have upped their game a lot. Like, the the mm -hmm. it's it's much better than the previous film. So you can tell there's been obvious improvement. And I think that that it does not denote laziness. I think the writing is a little lazy. Um, like, they've, they've obviously thrown a lot in there. So maybe the initial effort isn't considered lazy because there are so many ideas. There's so much packed into here and it's on the surface, very ambitious, but they haven't then culled it down to be a coherent story, which yep. is where I think a lot of that effort needed to go. So they've definitely done a very high effort first pass and then they've been lazy on their redrafts. Um, I think the voice acting in this was a lot better as well than the mm -hmm. than the last film. I feel like the actors kind of were a little bit more into their characters. I feel like they they were better directed in what they needed to be delivering in that moment and I'd that agree really with that. came through. Yeah. Um the the music overall I think was used a lot better other than the two actual musical numbers of this the shark rapping was a sin unto the lord um <laughs> and uh the musical number done by the wind-up fish um that went on for far too long it was oh, yeah. it was just too much mm -hmm. you could have halved that scene and i would have been perfectly happy to accept it as it was, I feel like I could have gone away, made a cup of tea, 
put on a load of washing and I would come back <laughs> and they would still be going. And it's the, it, it's yeah. not adding information. It's just dolls no, dancing and repeating yep. the same lyrics over and over. I'm Cut it down. Cut it down. I'm glad that you brought up music because I I do actually agree with everything that, that you said. But there was one thing that got really annoying. So mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when they're going around, you know, looking, introducing Atlantis to the audience, they do have this really nice orchestral music going. But it started to feel like a very stock sounding song because it would repeat itself every 15, 20 seconds. Like you can, you can download this mm. sort of music from a lot of sites. And at, at the start, I'm like, you know what? This is nice. You know, I'm, I'm actually digging the uh, music choices. But then it's like, I've heard this bit before. I'm hearing it again. Why am I hearing it again? And 20 seconds later, I'm hearing it again. It was so overused. They, they had one thing that was decent and then they, they threw it at you again and again and again and again. I feel like that's the motto for this film. That was all right. Oh no, why is it still going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it finds some salvation and maybe the, the creators knew that they had something better than everything else. So they're like, okay, let's stick with it. Good idea in theory, but they, they stuck with it ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. The, the audience would start to hate it. Well, I mean, that's that's part of. So this this is why we hire composers to to yeah. score a film because they will sit there and they will watch the film. They will they will get into the emotions of the scene and they will very very beautifully compose this piece that will shape your emotions throughout the scene. It'll take mm-hmm. you on this journey and it will really deliver the vision of the filmmakers. Of, yeah how you should be feeling in this moment and awe and wonder but the thing is when you take a clip that obviously isn't designed and like this is something that you know as an indie filmmaker we would do all the time like you know we would we would find music because we didn't have the money to hire a composer or we didn't have the time to sit down and actually get um you know a piece composed for the whole film so you know we are used to using stock music but when you have something really special it needs to be special. If it's everywhere, yes. it's no longer special. You need to you need to understand the balance between having something really awesome in there and letting it stand for itself. Sometimes yes. the best thing you can do for a film is just pare it back. Yep. You know, having having one really big musical swell, mm-hmm. great, it's really gonna bolster the emotional impact of a scene. But when it keeps going you're going to wear out your audience because, yes. you know, if, if you're guiding their emotions into this swell, then they go on this ride with you, but then it keeps swelling. It ke- You keep having this build up into more swells. You're going to tire your audience and you're going to cheapen all of these moments. It's just, just get more music. Just <laughs> You've already spent so much on this film. Spend just a little bit more and, and get get another piece of music or you know hire a composer like you're you're a studio you're making a feature film i you you have the budget for this you you've spent mm-hmm. so much money on this you should have the budget for a composer at this point absolutely um we've, we've briefly touched on some of the designs do you feel like there were missed opportunities in this 
and that what they did choose was really quite confused. I mean, that they could have gone along the lines of The Little Mermaid, where they mm-hmm. kind of incorporated coral and actual underwater elements yeah. to their environments and, and even to the characters. You, you, you had the mermaids or whatever riding actual horses. horses. Why not have them riding some legitimate uh, marine animal or, you know... Seahorses are cute, you know, just give them large seahorses or, or make them ride dolphins or, or something like that. Um, with the plants that they had all around Atlantis, why not make that coral? There are so many beautiful marine plants out there. You know, I, I really feel like it was a lost opportunity. Yeah, I I, I agree. Um, I, I, I don't have answers. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah look th- th- this film really is an, an amalgamation of terrible ideas and lost opportunities it it really is i i feel like there was there were so many things that could have been good that even could have taken it into so bad it's good but mm-hmm. then they took it even further and it's just so bad it's bad do you think that they were trying to create something so bad that it was good? I don't know if any filmmaker ever really aims for that. Like, I, d- I don't know. Like, I don't know if you necessarily, if you're pouring all of this money, like particularly when you have a studio and you are, you know, pouring quite large sums of money, you are backed financially. Mm. Yep. I don't know that you, you have the luxury of aiming for bad. You just have to aim for good right like like no hmm. no one's going to pour money into something with the expectation that it's going to be bad true so i i don't know i, I feel like in a lot of cases people stumble into that as a happy accident um yep. or it's just the best of a bad situation but this one i don't but, know but sh- surely some studios would know just from the previous films that were being made that they're not going to be making Lawrence of Arabia or Lord of the Rings they're they're creating a sequel to a absolutely terrible animated film but yet someone gave them the funding and the permission to make this so there's there was obviously at least one person in a position of power with the demand to make it so you know um I I don't know I'm sure surely someone hasn't watched the other two and gone yeah, this is terrible. Let's make another one. Surely they've we've watched it and thought it was good. So, or there is some underlying business thing going on. Whether they're able to collect insurance on the film or something like that. I feel like at that point that is insurance fraud. <laughs> Keep in mind, this film wasn't just made in Italy. It was also made in North Korea. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah. Okay. Um, well, like I said, this is one of those great mysteries. Indeed. Why was this film Why? made? <laughs> Whoever thought it was ever going to be good? That, that is that is the question, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That is a million-dollar question. Okay. Well, one last question before we, we wrap up. This is obviously... It's, technically, there's two films in this sequel, mm-hmm. but we have looked at three unfortunately, animated Titanic films. Do you think this was the worst one? And if not, which one do you think was the worst? 
Ooh, this is gonna really, this is gonna really pain me to say, but this was not the worst one. The mm-hmm. worst one was the first one that we watched, um, which was mm-hmm. um, oh, what's the name of that one again? Um, I think it was the Legend of the Titanic. As you can tell, they're not very original with their names. Yeah, no. Um, they all blended together for me at some point. But no, I think that one... I think that one had the same problem that this one had. In that it it threw everything it had at it. And it was too much. You yeah. know, it was, it was the spoofs of all the Disney characters. It was the random animal mm-hmm. subplot that didn't make any sense. It was the rapping dog um i i just i feel like that one and and the animation was a lot worse um yes i I feel like that one has to take narrowly the title of being the worst film because even if like if you take out the titanic elements of this you have the start of a good plot of of the atlantis one to be clear they had the start of a good plot they then drove it into the ground Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. but in the other one, it just, there's too many plots. I think, I think we said there was something like eight or nine plots going on and it was just mm-hmm. too many Disney spoofs. It was very confused. And I feel like this one at least has an attempt at being coherent. Like it's still too much. It's still bad. Nowhere near as bad as the first film. Yep. I would actually agree with you 100%. Oh. Um, the, day we agree. the first one animation was definitely mm-hmm. a lot worse it's a lot more insulting oh yeah this one it could have just stood on its own if it didn't include titanic as its own plot it wouldn't have been good but you know i, th- I think kids would have found some sort of enjoyment out of it the animation is a lot better in this mm-hmm. still not great but definitely leaps and bounds um the previous one to this, it, it was just stupid. Again, not as bad as the first, but it was definitely worse than this one. Um, it's strange that these films have slowly gotten better, but still way beyond ever being good. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and I hope no one commits the cardinal sin of creating another animated Titanic film. We, we can only hope. Yeah. They said the Titanic was unsinkable. Uh, well, animated Titanic films are 100% sinkable. Oh, yeah. They will sink. <laughs> I thought this was a good idea. I just, I'm still baffled by that. I'm sorry. I, I, can't, I can't move past that. This was never going to be a good idea. Um, okay, well, what would you rate this then? Hmm... <sighs> Remember, you did say it was better. I did say it was better. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna hold you to that. It pains me, but like it's it. It's, mm. Look, I think I'm gonna give it one star because like it had potential that I feel like the others didn't have, and like it's still not good. It's mm-hmm. still too much. It was still, it was potential that was then squandered. But like I can't, yep. I can't justify giving it half a star because it had that potential, but I can't justify giving it more than that because they took that potential and just fed it down the garbage disposal chute. 
Like it was like it wasn't even just a discreetly put it in the bin. It was jamming it down. Like the the garbage disposal was like grinding on it. There were bits flying out. Yep. Like it was a violent process <laughs> yeah. of this potential pulling being out a plunger and yeah. Yeah, really, yeah. really, you know, really losing a finger down there as you're trying to shove it in. Like, it was, yeah, it was, it hurt me. <laughs> and you know what? Tragedy brings people together. <laughs> as I, I would definitely give it one star, two. Oh, my God. We're... I, I know. It's, it's a very special day. Tragedy <laughs> brings people together. Um, yeah, look, definitely some improvements but way beyond ever being good mm-hmm. um very very young kids might enjoy the the colors but apart from that there's nothing special in this film if you're a very sensitive person you're definitely going to be offended in some areas mm-hmm. it's a film like the the other two that should never have been made mm-hmm. and we should we should learn from our mistakes. Never do this again. Never. And please never ask us to look at these sorts of films again. So here's the thing: we've watched it, so you don't have to. You you have a free pass now. Exactly. You can run. You don't have to do this to yourself. We did it on your behalf. <laughs> <laughs> and, and look, if if you do decide to to watch it for yourself out of morbid curiosity, <laughs> um, we have warned you. Yeah, and you know what you're getting yourself into. Exactly, exactly. If anyone does feel the need just out of, you know, that morbid curiosity or, you know, things that we are absolutely wrong and, you know, have to see it for themselves, if you do watch this film, please, please let us know your thoughts. We would we would love 100%. to know if you think it's as bad as we do or if you think there is some redemption. Is this film so bad it's good? Tell us what you think. Absolutely. And if there's any of you out there that was actually like, you know what, it's not a bad film, please let us know. Yeah. You need to explain to us. Everyone <laughs> is absolutely entitled to like and enjoy whatever mm-hmm. film they want. All the power to you. Please educate us. We we want to know the mystery. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you so much for listening to us. It's I'd say it's been a pleasure, but oh, <laughs> this one was rough. It's been it a really time. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely been a time. It's one that we won't forget for a while. Oh, I wish I could. But until next time, take care of yourselves. And we will see you in the next episode. See ya. See ya later.